Hi, my name's Steve Bartlett, and welcome to Fight Back. Uh, tonight's going to be a different kind of show because the elections are finally over. And uh, if you were paying attention, every single candidate that I was for, they always lost. So if you ever want to run for office in Pasco County, please do not ask me to endorse you. Because my endorsement is the kiss of death, okay? So at least the elections are over, so we can't be talking about politics, at least not for tonight. We're going to be coming back to it probably in a couple weeks. But tonight we have a very special guest. We have a special guest show. Uh, this guy was a former guest, but he appeared telephonically. He didn't show up in person. But now I actually kidnapped him, put him in my trunk, and drove him here today. And this is my good friend Andre Rock. Steve, How you doing, buddy? nice to meet you. Thanks nice to see you again. And thanks um, for coming down. You know, here you, you, you might want to get the hot dogs out of your trunk too, man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got you. Okay, so um, thanks for coming here today. And uh, besides being a friend of mine, um, you're also one of my clients. And I want to talk to you about his case. His case is over now. It's no longer pending, so I can feel comfortable talking about it because the case is no longer in existence, and it's a very important case. Uh, on paper, it sounds like it's minor because it's not a major felony or anything like that, but the consequences to the Constitution are really important, and right. instead of taking a deal, you were offered sweetheart plea bargains, and right. you turned everyone down Yes, because you thought it was better to fight. Exactly. And the name of the show is Fight Back, in which I encourage people to fight back against the injustices in the world and you actually took my advice and you decided to actually fight back in this particular case. Yes, sir. So for those who aren't paying attention, let's talk about what actually happened in the case. Okay. Okay, you are an African-American man. Check out the big brain on Steve. Hold on, there's a mirror over here. Right? Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, check out the big brain on Steve, right? And you live in Pasco County. Yes. Okay. Um, and, okay, that's, I don't know why, but but you live in Pasco County. Yeah, Okay. I, I wasn't warned before I got here. Okay, <laughs> okay, I mean, um, so tell us about your homecoming that you got the day you moved here to Pasco. Uh, well, actually, uh, the day I moved here to Pasco wasn't too bad. Uh, the third day I was here. Right. Um, my father and I found my dream motorcycle. I've been wanting this bike for a while, 1985 Goldwing 1200. And uh, when we found this bike, we went out to go pick it up. On our way back from picking it up, it was a, it's a heavy bike. And uh, our trailer was, you know, sagging down and the license plate had scraped against the ground and bent slightly. Okay. Um, we were pulled over uh, about three blocks from my home. By the Pasco County, County Sheriff's County Office? Sheriff's Department. Okay. And uh, how many police officers did it take to pull you guys over? <laughs> Well, uh, initially there were two, three, I believe three, but all together I believe there were five or six officers there. Okay, now there's a video of the actual um, stop yes. that you can watch on YouTube. You can go to my site, you can see it there. Yep. And, and, uh, and on my Facebook okay, as well. Okay, so it's all over the place. If you just look for it on my Facebook page, you can actually find it pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he pulled you over, and the police officer, who did he approach? Uh, he actually approached the passenger side, okay. which was the side that I was sitting on. My father was driving the car at the time. Okay, and how old was your dad? Uh, my father is 58 years old. Okay. And so so he so he pulled him over, and it's just because there was something wrong with the, the license plate. Correct. On the trailer, not on the car itself. Okay. And as everyone should know, that this is not a crime at, at best, or at worst, it's a traffic infraction, like getting a speeding ticket. But it's definitely not a crime. Right. Okay. And he never gave a ticket. No, they didn't give my father a ticket. Okay. So he shows up, and he... Uh, He's talking to your dad about the license plate, and he's being courteous, the person talking to your dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But another cop started talking to you, right? 
Uh, no, it was, it was the same the same police officer that okay. was talking to my father. Started talking to me, and he asked me for my uh, my uh, identification. Now he wasn't asking you for the identification. He was demanding that you provide him the identification. Correct. Well, what he said was, uh, "And do you have your license or your license on you, sir?" And at that point, I responded, "Officer, I'm a passenger in this vehicle. I'm not the subject of this investigation, and I'm not required to identify myself." Okay. Now you're not an attorney. No. And a lot of times people give bad advice and people take that advice and they end up getting shot. Right. Now, under the law, under the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, a police officer can only compel you to give your identification if he has reasonable suspicion that you've committed the crime. Right. In this particular case, there was no reasonable suspicion that you committed the crime. Right. It was at best an investigation of a traffic infraction that the police officer already realized was non-existence because he didn't give a ticket. Exactly. And even if it was a traffic ticket given, he still, under the Constitution, cannot compel you to identify yourself or give him ID. Right. And and that's, you know, as I tell people all the time, you know, I'm not an attorney, but I can read the same law books that you can. Okay. And um, I was, though I wasn't familiar with Florida law, right. I was familiar with national law. And of course, the Constitution says that national law always is going to trump state law. So okay. I was familiar with Terry v. Ohio. I was familiar with the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. Okay. And I did know that I did not have to identify myself to him unless he suspected me of being in the commission of a crime. Okay. And the police officer in his report admitted that you were not there was no probable cause of any crime, and there was no reasonable suspicion of any crime. Exactly. So that was already admitted. Right. Okay. And the police officer told you to get out of the vehicle anyway, right? Yes, he did. He uh, he asked me to step out of the car because they were going to conduct a narcotic sniff of the vehicle. Now, under MEMS v. Pennsylvania, I do know that I have to step out of the vehicle anytime a police officer asks me to. Okay. Now, they had no probable cause at this time that there was any drugs in the car. Right. But they just happened to have, well, we, a coincidence, we, they just happened to have drug-sniffing dogs in their squad car, ready and willing and able to start walking around your car to try to find drugs. Right. Well, we both know why they suspected us of having drugs in the car. There's three African-American men in the car. Um, I right. know, you know. Um, right. I mean, I've been driving my, ever since I was 16 years old, and the amount of times that I've ever been asked to submit to a, a drug-sniffing dog <laughs> test is exactly zero. Okay, oh. It's never happened. Oh. Your, your third day in Pasco County, Correct. they stop you for a non-criminal infraction, demand ID, tell you to get out of the car because they're conducting a drug narcotic sniff, sniff. Nar narcotic sniff. Yes, sir. And what did the cops do as soon as you got out of the car? Uh, as soon as I get out of the car, I was uh, turned around. I was uh, slammed against the vehicle. Um, what was funny is I was taping the the entire incident. Okay. Um, the first thing that they they asked for, and if you listen to the tape on my um, on my YouTube, the first thing they did was the last thing that you hear on the tape is get his phone, get his phone. They okay. did not want to be videotaped. As soon as they grabbed my phone, which I told them they could not confiscate, but they did anyway. They arrested you. They arrested. Well, they slammed me up against the car first. Okay, um, and then they arrested you. And then they arrested. When me. we come back. Um, we will talk about the aftermath, about the case, how the state attorney prosecuted, and what the actual outcome of the case is, and then you're not going to believe what happened the day after the election to Andre Rocks. See you after the break.
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hollox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. Welcome back to Fight Back. I'm here with my uh, good friend, Andre Rocks. Okay, Andre, um, before we continue, you're affiliated with the Wu-Tang Clan, right? Well, actually, no. I left the group a few months ago. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, before that, I was affiliated with the group. I was a hip-hop artist. I was a rapper with the group. Okay, and you're also an African-American activist? Yes. And you also worked for Steve Pernick's campaign for the Democratic primary for Congress in Pasco County? Yes, I was the uh, campaign chairman okay. for the last uh, month and a half, two months of the campaign. Okay, and uh, he, he lost as well. So yeah. you and I are on the same uh, boat as to uh, yeah, back do not, winners, right? If I back you as a as a candidate you're not going to win do not okay. but, but i don't care about any celebrity with you because to me you're just a citizen whose rights were violated exactly and that's what matters that you fought up and you stood up and you could have gone to jail for this but you refused to take any deal you wanted to fight it all the way yes now we had a rally in front of the courthouse a lot of people who supported your cause came out and they mm -hmm. had signs and they protested and it was fantastic how people in the community came out they didn't even know you yeah, they and they came out to help you and support you oh the people in this community uh the activists in this community are awesome you know cadzi came out um, um, the Calicans came out. I mean, it was, it was just an awesome uh, event and an awesome time for people to show love and, and support. And I, I really appreciate everybody that came out to help. Right. Now, just because you were arrested doesn't mean that you're actually charged with the crime. In right. the state of Florida, uh, the state attorney has to bring charges. Just because the police decide that they, you committed a crime, the state attorney has to bring charges. And I challenged Bernie McCabe, who is the elected um, state attorney in this in this area, to not file charges. I said, the police made a mistake. They violated your constitutional rights. Do not bring charges. And what happened is, for, this is for the viewers, you already know what happened. Yeah, I know what is, happened. Is I was that there. <laughs> in the state of Florida, the state has 90 days to try you after the date of your arrest. 90 days, that's your speedy trial right. Excuse and uh, they never filed charges until the 87th day right. they filed charges and uh, we were we were shocked that they actually did it we yep. can't believe the state attorney actually filed these charges when it was obviously illegal right and then your speedy trial rights expired because the arraignment in which you would enter a plea of not guilty hadn't even happened yet and then under the law once we filed the notice of expiration of speedy trial they have 15 days to try you and the 15 uh, the 15th day would expire this Friday coming up. Right. Okay, in two days. And you actually had a trial that was set, the calendar call, last Friday. And we had our motion to dismiss set as well. Mm -hmm. And just let the viewers know, uh, the judge dismissed the case. Yes. He reviewed the case law and realized that this was a constitutional violation and he dismissed the case. And the state attorney filed a motion to reconsider that's still pending. <laughs> um, we don't know what's going to happen with that, but I don't understand why the state won't just let this go. Why are they advocating well, that do. what the police did, which was illegal, should be legal? They're trying to expand the power of the police in contrast to people's rights under the right. Fourth Amendment, the, which is really a problem, and also making it a criminal action for you to remain silent. All you did was refuse to answer a question, and you have an absolute right under the First, I mean, the Fifth, Fifth Amendment, Amendment, the Fifth Amendment to remain <laughs> silent. 
So, you know, they're arresting you in violation of your Fourth Amendment rights, in violation of your Fifth Amendment rights, and yet instead of the state saying, hey, this was a mistake and apologizing to you, they doubled down. Exactly. Well, it's, it's a matter of individual rights being shrunk by uh, a police force who wants to make their job easier, and I, I understand that. They want to make their job easier by being able to violate individual rights, but that's not the country we live in. We don't live in a country where uh, the government has tyrannical power over individuals. We live in a country where, I mean, the whole founding principle of this country is the rights of the citizens. Right. And what were you doing wrong? You weren't doing anything wrong except exercising your rights. And I know a lot of people would say, well, why didn't he just cooperate? Why didn't he just give the information no. to the police? And as I tell them, nobody should ever, ever have to apologize for exercising their rights. Right. Nobody should ever have to explain themselves. If you want to worship the God of your choice, if you want to vote for the candidate of your choice, you don't have to defend that. Exactly. You have an absolute right, and you should just to be nice and to be kind and to polite, have to excuse your behavior. Right. And you know what? Now, while I'm on your show, I'd like to address that because a lot of people have asked me, why didn't you just, you know, uh, give them your ID and you were being a jerk and all of that? I, I belong to a class of people who was not guaranteed their rights in this country until 1964. Like, I mean, let's be honest, the Civil Rights Act in 1964, until that point, the group of people that I belong to was not guaranteed their rights. We went through 246 years of slavery, 99 years of Jim Crow. Um, my parents were born in a time where they were not considered uh, uh, full citizens in this country. And I truly believe that if we do not stand up for our rights at every opportunity, we are going to lose them. That's why I didn't do that's why I didn't um, didn't give the police officer uh, my ID. That's why I did not take the plea charge. I was facing four and a half years in jail, and this is why I fought this case to the end. So I just wanted to address that because I've gotten so many letters from people who have said that uh, to me. So I want to address that and tell you why I did it. You may agree or disagree, but that's why I did it. Good for you, because you know it would have been easy just to just sit there and take it. Oh, yeah. You know, it would have been so much easier back in the Jim Crow days to just allow the police to do whatever they want because those who didn't took a beating. Exactly. And anybody who took a beating for easy fundamental rights, rights that we hold so dear to us, like the, like the right to vote. You know, how many African-Americans took a beating or were hosed down, exactly. you know, you know, just by standing up and saying, no, I want to vote. I want to vote. I want to, vote. I want to exercise my rights. And then for them to sit there and say that you should just say, nah, give the police whatever they want. Do what the cops tell you to do. Right. That's a police state. Exactly. exactly. You know, and we're supposed to be a free country. And this is when what you wind up with is you wind up with a tyrannical government. You wind up with a government who feels that they can do anything that they want and that the citizens' rights should not be protected. I mean, yeah, it's great to have these, the, you know, the, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all of that written down on these pieces of paper, but if we don't stand up and say, hey, these are our rights, then we, we start losing them. They begin to shrink, and they're shrinking to the point now where when, when people see what I, what I did, they say, oh my God, why would you do that? Now, now you were actually active in the campaign for governor and congressman and senator in this area, yes. right? And who are you endorsing? 
Uh, I was, uh, of course, endorsing Gillum. Um, I was endorsing, um, I was endorsing uh, Peronick, and then, of course, I switched over to Hunter. Um, I did not get into the, to the uh, the campaign for senator uh, or at all. Um, I just, okay, you know, I've only been here a hundred days. I wasn't as well informed on all of the issues as I uh, should have been. So, so in order to work for them, you actually worked on the campaign. That's correct. And you walked around. And what did you do actually do to try to help the campaigns at that um, time? I organized several campaign events. Um, I uh, I also you know did door knocking, canvassing, um, everything canvassing, like that. Um, okay, we and you with financing, and, and, uh, fundraising, uh, the whole nine. Okay, and you have a motorcycle. Uh, you had a motorcycle. Had time. a motorcycle. Okay, and you would ride around this motorcycle and go all around Pasco County trying to get people to vote for. Uh, well, kill them and to vote for Chris Hunter, right? Actually, the motorcycle only ran for a total of three days, so I did uh, use the motorcycle to cart people to the polls okay. on, on election. And a lot of people in Pasco County knew about the problem with the arrest by the sheriff's office. Yes. And it was all public. Yes. And they also knew about what was going on with um, you being active trying to campaign for Pernick and campaign for Hunter and campaign for Gillum. Yeah, I mean, we made the news several times. The okay. videos went viral. And did you observe, a, did you have a conflict with anybody with any type of polling place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we go to, uh, I, I can't remember the name of the church, but uh, I was taking uh, uh, a few people to some polling places. And uh, I got a call from uh, one of the activists in the community. They let me know that there was a pastor outside who was uh, attempting to intimidate uh, voters. We get to the polling place and there's a sign out front. And what's the sign say? Uh, it says something to the effect of don't come to church or don't vote Democrat on Tuesday and come to church saying, oh, how I love Jesus on Sunday. And you had a so, confrontation with the guy who. Yeah, me and the pastor had a, uh, a conversation about the Bible. And when we come back, we're going to hear the <laughs> aftermath and you won't believe what happened next. I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978. Welcome back to Fight Back. I'm here with Andre Rock. So, Andre, tell me about uh, the conversation you had with this pastor or whatever who had this sign saying, don't vote Democrat if you want to come back 
on Sunday and then pray to Jesus or something uh, like that. Well, we, we just had a debate about, uh, you know, he, he was saying that uh, it started off pretty, pretty cordial. And he started saying that, you know, he had moral issues with the Democratic Party. But it's supposed to be non-political. This right. is supposed to be a polling place. They're not supposed to be taking sides. Exactly. And, exactly. The, pr and the press showed up about this? Right. Uh, Channel 8 News showed up. And, okay. um, they, and, and eventually they got shut down. They're not allowed to be doing elections. Allowed, they're, they're not allowed to do an election. They're not allowed to be a polling place anymore. Um, the pastor attempted to kick me off the property. That didn't work too well. You guys probably know that I'm stubborn by now. So, and, and this was the day of the election. Yes, this was the day of the election. Okay. Did anything happen unusual to you the day after the election? Yeah. Um, so I, as I said, I had just gotten my motorcycle done. I'm taking it out for a ride. I ride all day, go to Clearwater and back. Um, and uh, I parked the bike around 6 p.m. I noticed that there's a little bit of a shake in the alternator. So I disconnect the battery. I say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do a little bit of work on it, do a little bit of tweaking on it when uh, I get some food in my system. Now, you said that there were some really good people in Pasco County who, who supported you who stood by you during your illegal arrest, even though you were not treated that well by law enforcement when you came here. Right. Okay, but did it turn out that there were other people in Pasco County, people you don't know? Oh, yes, absolutely. Who don't like you? Absolutely. There's some people that I do know that don't like me, and then there's some. There's a lot of people. I mean, I've gotten a lot of hate mail. Um, anything from the, the slight, hey, maybe your politics are better served okay. up north. If you, can, if you can cue the graphic now, I want these people at home to see this. Okay, you were talking about how... In the 1960s, that's when African Americans got their rights. Yes. Okay? But is there still problems with discrimination and racism to this day? Absolutely. In Pasco County? As you can see. What is this photograph a picture of? Uh, this photograph is a picture of my motorcycle in front of my home in uh, Port Ritchie. Uh, it seems like it's on fire. Yes. Uh, did you set it on fire? I did not set did it on fire. Did you want to toast? marshmallows for some reason no um someone set my motorcycle on fire it was clearly a retaliation for something that i spoke up about was it because you know um home depot was closed so they couldn't go get wood so they could burn a cross as i said i wish they would have burned a cross i mean this was my baby and at least if they'd have burned a cross it would have been their wood not my bike now this must have scared the hell out of you it did it did you know i mean this is where my family lives my mother and father who both have heart conditions are there my eight-year-old son um, you know, this is insane. This is absolutely insane that somebody would come to my home and set a piece of my property on fire in front of my home. This is, uh, okay. you know, this is an act of violence. Well, this is, this is I, 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 you know, I work in Pasco. My clients mostly are Pasco. And I apologize to you on behalf of all those citizens who aren't racist, who believe that injustice, who believe in law and order. I apologize for everybody who may have done this to you. That's an absolutely shame. Well, it's, a, it's not your fault, but I appreciate the apology, yeah. but it's not your fault. It's whatever jerk did this. Okay. Um, you know, now, now, as a result of this, you called nine one one. Yes. Okay, and and uh, the police sent a cruiser out to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we got a multiple choice question for all you kids at home. Okay, here we go. Choice. Okay, who do you think showed up for the investigation of this horrible hate crime against Andre? A. Sheriff Nako himself. B. An African American law enforcement officer who works for the sheriff's office. C. Just some random cop who they just happened to send out. Or D. The same exact police officer who illegally arrested you on the third day that you lived in this county. Mm -hmm. Take a minute. I'll play the the theme from Jeopardy, and then you can and <laughs> then you can post your bets. So who showed up? 
Uh, was the uh, police officer who originally arrested me, uh, Sheriff Dunn. Okay. And um, he took a report? Yeah. Did uh, he act as if he remembered you? Yes, yes. He, he certainly remembered me. He told me that uh, he would see me in court on Friday. Okay. And did he have any theories about how this could have occurred? Yeah, he... Um, he thought that it might be an electrical issue that my motorcycle had just um, spontaneously combusted uh, due to a short wire. Have you ever in the history of motorcycles ever heard of a motorcycle just by itself sitting in the parking lot and exploding? No, not not on any bike I've worked on. I mean, I've been working on bikes since I was 16 years old. Okay. Uh, not on any bike that I've ever worked on have I seen a bike just spontaneously explode, especially with okay. no power hooked up to it. But he did call the um, a fire expert, I guess the fire marshal was yeah, somebody? Yeah, the fire marshal was called. And they are actually doing an investigation right now to find out... Uh, if, that, if that's what you want to call it. They've deemed it suspicious. Okay. And Since the initial day that they came out, which was the day after the election, has anyone contacted you from law enforcement to let you know about what's going on with the case? No. Even though the Supreme Court... I mean, even though the voters just voted this victim's bill of rights, or this, this new law giving victims rights, have, have they done anything to keep you informed about the investigation? Not at all. Um... And that's why one reason you're on the show is because maybe somebody at home might have some special knowledge or something that could actually help. So if you know anything about this horrible hate crime or if you have a video or you've heard somebody bragging or laughing about it or, or you know somebody who, who has any idea or could be of help, please call me. At, the, uh, at my office, it's 727-942-1000 with any tips you can give it anonymously. You can call or, my cell phone direct, 727-457-5091. Or you can call law enforcement and report it as a crime. We need your help with the investigation. So if you haven't gotten these numbers, let me tell you. The law office is Steve Bartlett, 727-942-1000. And Andre's cell phone? 727-457-5091. You know... This, this is an outrage that you've been treated this way, that these pigs would decide to treat you as if this were um, the 1850s yeah. and, and, and treat you, you know, this is the same as burning a cross. Absolutely. And, and what's, what's worse about this is I got rid of my car and my, my uh, truck because I said, hey, I'm in Florida. I can ride year round. This was my only means of transportation. Um, not to mention it was my dream bike. And now it's totaled. It's completely totaled. Uh, it's scrap metal at this point. And you know, this is something I've worked very hard for and wanted for a long time. Why can't, <laughs> I'd rather you came to my door and just you know, knocked on the door and we had it out. Um, this is a, the move of a coward. This is the move of a coward. Okay, so let's see. Uh, so, so let me ask you some final questions. Despite being arrested by the police illegally, despite the fact that the state attorney decided to, to file these charges against you for an illegal, and the, despite the hate mail and the fact that they torched your motorcycle in a way similar to the Ku Klux Klan, are you leaving? No. Are you, oh, no. Are you going anywhere? Oh, no. You won't run me out of here. Okay. Are you going to fight back? Absolutely. That's what I'm Let's talking do it. about. Let's do it. See you next well, week. Pull me off the chair. <laughs> See you next week on Fight Back.